Once upon a podcast. Once upon a time. time before time. time in the world was one day. There was once a beautiful princess. This is the Mythologi podcast. Modern retellings Today's episode, In the Air Tonight. Once upon a time, a young boy named Philip was invited by his friend to go camping. Now, Philip only saw this friend maybe once a year when he went out to visit his grandparents for summer vacation. His friend was a member of a local pack of Boy Scouts. Philip wasn't a member of the Boy Scouts and had never been camping before, so he was excited to go. All the young boys from this scout pack met their scoutmaster at the time and the place that they were supposed to meet, and then they headed out to the camping spot. Philip didn't like the scoutmaster. There was something about him that just seemed off. He made him feel uncomfortable somehow. He wasn't sure what it was. None of the other boys seemed to worry too much about it, so Philip just put it in the back of his mind. When they got to the campsite, the scoutmaster really began yelling at the scouts. Philip, at first, thought that he was acting like a drill sergeant, and he thought maybe it was a joke. Soon, however, he realized it was no joke. These other kids were actually afraid of their scoutmaster. When Philip asked his friend about it, his friend just shrugged it off and acted maybe too scared to even talk about it. That night, Philip woke up to the sound of someone leaving his tent. It was his friend. Philip poked his head out of the tent and saw his friend walking away with the scoutmaster. The scoutmaster had him by the arm and was dragging him away from the camp quite roughly. This scared Philip, so he quietly snuck out of the tent and followed them. The scoutmaster brought Philip's friend to the edge of a short cliff that overlooked a lake about 20 meters below. Philip watched as they started arguing. He couldn't hear what it was about, but eventually the scoutmaster grabbed the boy, shook him, and threw him off the cliff into the lake below, laughing. Philip watched in horror. He knew that his friend couldn't swim. He expected any minute the scoutmaster to dive in to save him, but he just stood there laughing and shouting insults to the young boy. Philip didn't know how to swim either, but even if he did, he was just too afraid to leave his hiding place to jump in and try to rescue his friend. 
terrified that the scoutmaster would find him hiding in the bushes, Philip quietly went back to his tent and pretended to sleep for the rest of the night. In the morning, the scoutmaster made up a story that Philip's friend's parents had come to take him home that night. Philip hoped that that was right, but when he got back home to his grandparents' house, he realized that no one knew where his friend had gone. Because it was the last day of summer vacation, Philip went home without ever knowing exactly what had happened to his friend. He heard months later that his friend had gone missing. Many suspected that he had run away. The scoutmaster was reported to say that he had been a troubled kid and it didn't surprise him at all to see the kid run off. But Philip knew the truth. He was just too afraid to tell anyone about it. Ever. It tortured him for a long time. He would wake up in the middle of the night with nightmares recalling the entire event. Eventually, however, he just pushed it from his mind and moved on to form what would become quite a remarkable life. For many years later, after Philip had grown up to become Phil Collins, one of the most recognized musicians in the world, he remembered this incident that he had witnessed as a child, and he decided to finally do something about it. So he tracked down the old scoutmaster and invited him to a Phil Collins concert. The old scoutmaster did not remember that he had ever met Phil Collins, and he wasn't sure why he had received this invitation. But Phil made it seem like it was an award for years of service dedicated to local youth, and the man bought it, hook, line, and sinker. When he got to the concert, he was escorted VIP treatment to the front row, and he sat in a special seat, and he began enjoying the show. Midway through the concert, Phil turned down the lights and played a song that he had written specifically for this occasion. As the lights went dark, two spotlights came on and shone, one on Phil as he sang these words and one directly to the old scoutmaster he was singing to. Show, but the pain is too gross. So strange. 
When the song finished, policemen came and surrounded the man. They arrested him right there on the spot. And Phil Collins finally was able to put that traumatic childhood memory to rest. Hello, I'm Glenn Ostland, the man behind the Mythologi podcast. Now, this story that you just heard is not an ancient myth. It's a recent one. It's an example of an urban legend. Now, there are a lot of versions of this story. Maybe you've already heard a few of them. I first heard this story when I was a teenager, and I believed it for a very long time. It's not true, of course, but told the right way, it can sure be convincing. But what does this story do? Why is it still told if it's not true? And folklore only survives by people telling it to other people and passing it along. Now, if there wasn't any value in doing that, then people would just stop doing it. The stories would stop being told and the stories would just die. So this story's still around. What's the value? Well, it could be a lot of things. For one, it serves as a cautionary tale to reinforce cultural values like be careful around strangers, or don't think that you can get away with serious crimes because justice will eventually prevail. Or at least we want to live in a world where we can believe that justice will eventually prevail. It's also a great form of entertainment and intrigue. It's a creepy story. It's a creepy song, and it makes you feel all of these things that remind us of our own humanity. But that's what myth does for us, doesn't it? It explores human truths through story, fiction, metaphor, and that's what I will be doing with this podcast. Now, I'm a writer, I'm a podcaster, and I have a master's degree and a PhD, ABD, in folklore from Indiana University. I've heard a lot of myths throughout my life, a lot of legends, a lot of folk tales from all over the world. I love telling these stories and exploring what they mean. Now, if you like this podcast and you want to see it continue, please give Mythologi a five-star rating and write a short review on iTunes. And if you want to hear more discussion and analysis behind these stories, come support me on Patreon and get access to exclusive content not available to the general public. You can also like our Facebook page and receive notifications with every new episode released. I'm Glenn Osland, and I am your Mythologi. Until next time... Keep a Phil Collins song in your heart and a floating device on your person at all times. I love it.